happy Memorial Day for those of you who are listening in the States and uh, hopefully enjoying a nice long weekend. And thanks for joining us again on the Ask Pastor John podcast as we enter our week number 280, week 280 in the life of this podcast. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you for listening and being a part of, of this project. Uh, thank you for your sustained interest over over these years. Well, I recently ran a uh, quick search of the APJ inbox for the words anxiety and anxious. And uh, what I found is that these terms appear in 620 different emails, Pastor John. Anxiety questions arrive uh, for us every single week, and they come in many different forms uh, from many different people uh, with many different stories. And I know, Pastor John, you have some general thoughts on anxiety that you want to share here in the podcast. So today I'll simply hand off the mic to hear from you on this theme uh, more broadly about anxiety. Well, let me tell you a story with a twist, which really happened, happened to me about 35 years ago, but it's a parable. It, it really happened, but it's a parable. It made such an impact on me that I remember it to this very day, and it's it's intended, I believe, for me, and I hope for you, by God, to be instructive about anxiety and, and to help us live more free from the, the crippling and uh, witness-damaging effect of anxiety. So back when Noel and I were in our mid-30s, with three children at the time, we eventually had five, finances were really tight. And we were going over our budget at the end of several months, and I knew I had to take some initiative here to do something. So we attended a seminar that was held at our church, and we discovered that the culprit was the MasterCard, which we had in those days. Uh, we couldn't stay on top of what we were using it for, so we cut it up into pieces. <laughs> actually, we saved one, and actually, it worked. We we just absolutely stopped using a credit card, paid everything for um, with uh, checks and cash, and therefore we could tell what was in our our account. Now, I still carried this this Mastercard, though I I never used it, and and we took it to California on vacation with the family, and I lost it. And I had no idea where it was. It could have been at the SEAL show in SeaWorld, or it could have been in a fruit shop in Tijuana where we had crossed the border to, to visit. Um, it, it could have been in, in who knows how many McDonald's, goodness gracious, and on the beach in Coronado, California, where the sand really is gold. <laughs> and, and the condo sell for a one and a quarter million dollars. We were swimming, not shopping. But, but the wonderful thing is that this time I felt no worries at all. None. Now, mind you, this is not natural for me. I am by nature a short-term pessimist. <laughs> you ask my, ask my wife, and under ordinary circumstances, I would have concluded that someone had already charged the limit on my card, and we were in deep trouble, and I would usually get mad at myself or the family, take it out on somebody with frustration indirectly, and I would... Yes, try to find some divine purpose that God was working through this, all the while struggling to be happy because I'm a Christian hedonist and I'm supposed to be 
happy. This time, it was different. I felt no worries at all. I didn't, I didn't get angry with anyone. I never felt any frustration. I was happy the whole way through. What a victory. The whole time it was lost, I went about my business as usual, trusted God, loved my family. And when I got back from vacation, there it was in an envelope from Dr. Fuller, my former teacher, whom I had visited. He had found it on the floor of his car and had, had dropped it to me in a letter. Now, you know what the secret to my happiness was? I didn't know I'd lost it. <laughs> I never even looked in my wallet. I didn't know it was gone. And I stood there holding it in my hand and smiling, and I thought, just think of how feisty I would have been if I'd known I'd lost it. Think how depressed I would have been and worried and angry, and frustrated, and irritable. And the whole time, God was covering for me, and the card was safely on its way to Minneapolis, and all my anxiety would have been useless, and all the damage I would have done to people would have been absolutely unnecessary because everything was quite under control. Now I ask, Is there not a parable in this for me? It's this. As soon as we discover we have a problem, God has already been working on it, and the solution is on the way. Not always with this much ease and freedom from difficulty, but God is always at work with a solution, and it's already on the way. The way I have seen it happen again and again in my life. A letter arrives with the solution to some problem. But just the day before, I had been discouraged and downcast, not knowing that the letter was already in the mail. If, if we believe in the God of Romans 8.28, that all things, this sovereign God, works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. If we believe in the God of Romans 8.28, we will remember that by the time we know a problem exists, God has already been working on it and his solution is on the way. And yes, he is already working on it before it happens. It is fitting into a plan for our good. And therefore, don't fret. Cast all your anxieties on him. They are as unnecessary as mine would have been for the lost MasterCard. Thank you, Pastor John, for sharing this story with us. And uh, this, I think, is now uh, our 10th episode we've released on, on the theme of anxiety a lot of emails to go based on the overflowing inbox. You can find those past episodes at desiringgod.org forward slash Ask Pastor John. And there you can explore all of our now 1,200 past episodes. You can scan through a list of our most popular ones all time, which is a, in a list that's updated every day. And you can read full transcripts, even send us a question of your own. And if you want new episodes delivered to you three times per week, subscribe to Ask Pastor John in your favorite podcast player. Well, next time we're going to talk social media and ask, how can we tweet to the glory of God? 
Surely we all have a lot to learn in using our new media for eternal purposes. And John Piper always has challenges for us as we think through stewarding our social media to the glory of God. I'm your host, Tony Rankin. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.